Hello, my name is Adrian Goldberg and welcome to the latest episode of Coronavirus Stories. On the night when millions of UK residents, myself included, turned out on our doorsteps to applaud NHS workers for their incredible efforts during the coronavirus outbreak, I interviewed Sue, who feels let down by the health service. Not by the staff, but by the institution. Sue, who also turned out to applaud those brave NHS workers, needs regular checkups to ensure that if the cancer she had 21 years ago ever returns, it can be swiftly dealt with. If it isn't, the results could be catastrophic. Yet now she finds herself unable to get this crucial examination because so many beds are taken up by coronavirus patients. Sue doesn't begrudge them one bit, but she does fear for her own health and for the future of a service that was already at breaking point before this crisis hit. My name's um, Sue from Birmingham and I wanted to talk to you about how coronavirus had affected me, uh, particularly this this week, because I've been trying to get a, a colonoscopy at our local hospital, which is something that I need for the future of my health, really. I have to have one every two years and it was due in October of last year. The NHS was already under pressure last year when I phoned up to chase it and they said you're on the list but we're very delayed and now of course this has happened and I've been told it's now indefinitely delayed which is a scary prospect for me because it's you know I haven't haven't got cancer anymore but there's always the fear that cancer could come back and this is one of the things that they recommend that we have done is a colonoscopy every two years just to check that we are healthy and to obviously keep us that way moving forward. So it's tough to not be able to have it. Yeah, very tough. So tell me a little bit then about your personal history with cancer. Right. So my personal history goes back a a long, long way before me even realising it, to be fair. The women on my mum's side of the family has been decimated by cancer, like a lot of, of families. And they found out a few years ago, they've discovered the gene, which is now called Lynch syndrome. It means you are genetically prone to cancer. So me, for example, the statistics is 80% chance of developing bowel cancer during your lifetime. And I had bowel cancer when I was 31 which is obviously a a really young age. People think of bowel cancer as an old person's disease. But because of this gene, it can develop from a very early age. My mum had bowel cancer twice and other cancers as well. Unfortunately, we lost her just over two years ago to cancer. Mum was 42 when she died. Her sisters all died. And that sort of side of the family has all been wiped out really by this particular cancer gene so the cancer develops in the bowel from polyps or lesions and if they catch it on a colonoscopy in the very early stages it can be removed pretty much during the the colonoscopy procedure they can nip the polyps off but obviously if they're left they can grow they can develop into cancer they can spread and you're then faced with very scary prospects as opposed to just a colonoscopy and it all being over in a few hours. When you were 31, yes. how did they treat that bowel cancer and how 
difficult was that for you? When I was 31, I was very, very lucky because it was contained in the bowel. My mum was a pretty savvy woman. And as soon as I started getting poorly, she was like, I know what it is. I know what it is. And I was whipped off to the doctors pretty sharpish. So I had surgery where they basically remove the part of the bowel that's got the cancer in it and they sew it back up again. So apart from a great big scar on my abdomen, I haven't got any, you know, everything else was treated during the operation. I didn't need any chemotherapy or any treatment after that. So I was really, really lucky because it was caught in those early stages. So I was able to just have the surgery. Everything was, you know, put back together again and 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 off you go and come back every couple of years well every to start off with colonoscopies were every year and then now it's like every two years so but that's to check and I've been very lucky I've been 21 years without any sign of anything so I'm you know I've been really really lucky but you've always got that thing in the back of your head what if the next colonoscopy is the one that picks something up so to not be able to have it is you know it impacts it's stressful you you know every little twinge you're like oh what's that could that be it yeah it's scary scary times and as you say the colonoscopy is really important because the lesions or the polyps yep. which develop in the bowel if left unchecked yep. could develop into a cancer that could spread throughout your body but if contained and identified early enough Yep. They can be dealt with, as you know, from your own experience. Yeah, yeah. They, the, a lot of the time during the colonoscopy, they identify the polyps and they can actually remove them during the colonoscopy. So it's not like you have to go back again to have further treatment. They'll just remove them and they'll, they'll say to you afterwards, OK, we found, you know, this, this and this. We've removed them, but we'd like you to come back maybe, I don't know, six months or 12 months just to, to just to check that nothing else is as developed but yeah left to its own devices it's Russian roulette isn't it you might be really lucky but then you you know you might you might not be and Sue you're obviously grateful I know this from conversations we've had to the NHS yeah but at the same time the NHS which is under incredible pressure at the moment from coronavirus which is clearly an unprecedented situation yeah. But it also means that it can't treat your particular condition. And we know that identifying your condition early, if there's a problem, is crucial to your long term survival. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like the NHS has been taken away from me now. I've been told that it, it could be many, many months, probably into next year before they're in any sort of position to see me I'll be honest with you we've even looked at seeing if we could pay for it privately but the NHS have taken over most of the private hospitals and clinics that would do these colonoscopies so I can't even go down that route it's normally about two and a half three thousand pounds from what I've researched to have a private colonoscopy but I can't even have one of those because every hospital that you get in touch with, private hospital, they say, we're really sorry we're not doing them at the moment because we've been took over by the NHS to deal with the coronavirus. I think you talked about spending your, your holiday money. Yeah. <laughs> What's it, what was I planning to do with that money? That money was for a cruise for my husband's 50th birthday uh, later on this year. But that's 
very unlikely to go ahead now with with what's going on. So he was very much like, well, we were going to spend that money on the holiday anyway. So it's, will you? It's not. It's not the ideal. It's not my idea of a day out. To be honest with you, it's not a very pleasant procedure. But yeah, it is what it is, and I would have paid if I could. Have have obviously got it done that way but we can't even do that that's not an option it's just basically waiting and crossing your fingers and hoping that nothing happens during this time period where the NHS is unavailable to me unless I get coronavirus. I can't imagine the psychological stress that this must be causing you given that you've got such a family history around this condition. Yeah, yeah, it, it it is. It's um. I mean, I've done I've done what I can do. One of the other we endometrial cancer is another big one. Ovarian cancer is also linked to the to the condition. So two years ago, I had a radical hysterectomy. So that's all that's all gone now to try and eliminate some of the the risk involved with having the gene. But it's a much more life altering thing to have done if you have your whole bowel removed and they obviously try to avoid doing that unless it's absolutely necessary because it is a life-changing procedure. Obviously the coronavirus is an immediate and urgent condition Mm -hmm. that needs to be dealt with by the NHS and I don't think you would argue against that for one moment. Not at all, not at all. But you say the NHS for you, for your particular need, which is by no means insignificant, has has disappeared. What is the answer? Do you think? I don't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you because the NHS was stretched at the point that my colonoscopy was due at the beginning of October of last year. So, if the NHS hadn't have been stretched at that point, I would have had the colonoscopy. October of last year and this wouldn't be such a concern for me obviously it would be a concern for other people like me whose colonoscopies were due now but they were already stretched to breaking point at the point of of when I should have had it anyway so I don't know I don't know I don't know what the answer could be obviously it's lots and lots and lots of of money but this is all this money is now going to build these emergency hospitals in various buildings, isn't it, to deal with coronavirus and, and to make ventilators for people who, who, who need them. And I understand that because they're, you know, they're presenting with this really serious illness that needs dealing with. And I suppose they look at me and think, but you may not get cancer during this period. You may, but you may not. So they've got to deal with what they've got to deal with, haven't they? I suppose without worrying about people that may or may not get ill during this period. Although for me, it would suggest that here we are with the NHS under intense pressure, but that pressure seems to be intensified by the fact that it was already under pressure. You're describing an NHS even before this terrible pandemic being almost a breaking point. Yeah, yeah, well, it well it was because when I phoned up October about my appointment they said we're we're delayed we're very delayed and as soon as you get to the top of the waiting list we'll contact you I don't think it should have been allowed to get to the point that it was at before this happened and hopefully people will look at that and think oh actually if you run it so that it's at breaking point anyway other things come along like normal winter flu that can tip it over the edge obviously this is unprecedented to have 
a virus like this. Nobody was expecting this in a million years, but to not run it to the point where it was at breaking point, it's, it's not sensible, is it? That was Sue's story. Thank you very much indeed for listening. And don't forget, if you've got a coronavirus story to share, you can drop me an email to goldbergradio at gmail.com. And you can follow the progress of this podcast via my Twitter account at Goldberg Radio. Stay safe.